Previously on Breaking Through Glass Ceilings with Brian H. Waters. I can do more. I know I can challenge myself. And even when it's uncomfortable, it's okay. Like, just know it's going to be okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Breaking Through Glass Ceilings with new projects. And for the first time, I am bringing on a recurring guest, the one and only Miss Danny J. Martin. Danny, how you feeling today? I'm feeling great, Brian. I'm so excited to be here. Um, thank you so much for, first of all, letting me know I'm the first one like five minutes ago. So <laughs> no pressure or anything. No, but I'm super excited to be here. I'm um, honored because I've been watching you and you've just been doing a tremendous job. So I just want to say like, keep going, like you are connected to people and it's just amazing. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, um, it was episode nine when you were here before and things have changed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a long time. Look, <laughs> my hair looked different. Everything's different. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And see, it was like, I think we we just recorded through the Anchor app at the time or maybe yes. Skype. Um, you know, we go you, way we, back. <laughs> right. You know, we both got better microphones. Obviously, you got the heavy hitter. Um, <laughs> you know, so um oh my gosh. It, it, you know, before we jump into the what you're doing now, how you been? How are you feeling? Man, I will say, like, I'm I'm truly blessed. Like, I have been in this uh grateful like just grateful mood lately, you know, where, you know, you go to work and certain things may bother you sometimes, but the goodness of God, I'm not going to preach or nothing, but like, really, I mean, I'm just at peace with a lot of things. And um, I just think it comes with acceptance. So mm -hmm. I feel good, man. I feel really good. Um, the last time we did this episode, yeah, a lot have, a lot has changed. <laughs> it was really right before the world spin out it was like literally yeah. at the break of the pandemic definitely man that was a interesting time because during that time i was um still at the news station so i was reporting mm -hmm. and even reporting during that time was crazy i'm not gonna lie yeah. like we went from working out of a garage to working from home doing live shots from home like it was just crazy crazy yeah and and you know that time you were uh, you had just landed the job right before we went yep. to Miami. Um, yeah. And it's crazy. Just, I mean, so much things have happened since that NABJ 2019, you know. Yeah. Last year was the first one in person. And mm. it, it was the, the um, what you call it, the uh, workshops mm -hmm. to me didn't hit the way they did in Miami. Right. But it was nice to finally see faces. Yeah, definitely. You know, we had two virtual conferences. Did you do any of the virtual conferences? Um, I did like the first one. And okay. then to be honest, I kind of fell off because around that time, like that's where everyone, like the entire world world was getting used to, you know, talking to people via Zoom. Nowadays, mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, let's get on a Zoom call. Let's virtually do it. So um, I would say I started out in the beginning and then kind of fell off a little bit there. So um, like I said, since 2019, a lot has changed. Your girl has battled through um some hills and valleys but good things came out of it so yeah definitely good things uh definitely came out of it you know like you know we talked about before um we're not going 
let everybody be privy to the whole conversation, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> That's between us. That's between us. Facts. But, you know, um, I, I watched your glow up, you know, and I have to say, you know, I'm proud. And that's why I was, you know, happy you accepted the invitation to come back on because, you know, like I said, the last time we talked, yeah, we talking about reporting in the field and, mm-hmm. you know, you was... You, you know, doing the traditional journalism. But, you know, mm-hmm. since then, I remember there was a time you started this brand new podcast, Behind <laughs> the Spotlight. Yeah. So, you know, let's let's talk to the people about it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so don't know really where to start, but definitely want to start from the beginning because you're right. 2019, I moved to Topeka, Kansas to start my journalism career. And it was like, I don't know, I hit the lottery at that time because you already know, Brian, like getting in the news industry was a difficult task, right? Mm -hmm. And so to finally um, break in, right, like break that glass ceiling to get into the news news industry was an accomplishment for me. So I would say like back then, and I remember it was a 10 months before I actually got in from graduating my from my master's. And so I worked at a local TV station um, called WWW, started out as a weekend reporter moved into weekend anchor super quick it was like six months into reporting they put your girl at the desk I was like I don't know what I'm doing I came to be a reporter but um that experience challenged me in so many different ways to where I think from the outside looking in I was really admiring journalism at the time because you know Robin Roberts was my still is um ultimate you know mentor from afar haven't met her yet but that day will come but she literally inspired me to kind of like bring in that vulnerability um, into the news industry but it was interesting because I was learning a lot about the news industry being in it and that was figuring out who I am Mm -hmm. and I think that's a big part of any job that you do and I think the news industry really has this stigma of turning people into something they're not. And that's what I was becoming, not me. Mm -hmm. And so I felt at that time that, you know, there's so many things that journalists go through and, you know, we we're getting bullied. We're getting, you know, all of these crazy emails that people have no idea. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I, I got criticized for my hair for so many times. I was trying to figure out the wig thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to make it look all straight and stuff. Look, y'all, I'm back <laughs> to my natural hair. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would get, you know, my news director would even tell me, like, we're getting some viewers complaining about your hair. I said, well, are you going to pay for it? <laughs> but um, there was just a lot of bullying, I, I think, that – um took place in the news industry. So it really inspired me. Um, and honestly, too, I felt called to create this platform at the time that was called Behind the Spotlight because I wanted to shed light to journalists at the time to share their stories about like, you know, the mental health that they were battling, the challenges and the things that people just really don't know that talent go through mm-hmm. um, when it comes to being in the news industry. Like it is so hard to be a personal figure in the community. Um, So I wanted to create that platform. Again, at the time, I didn't know 
what the heck I was doing with it. I was just like, you know what, interview your friends. That's in the industry. And that's what I did. It was like I interviewed four people and I just started there. Over time, I realized, you know what, let's turn this into a platform to where we can have like these real conversations that people are not having that need to be had. Like I was just like, let's shed light on, you know, personal battles, personal challenges. Um, And one of the big topic I kept getting was people trying to find who they were. And I was trying to find who I was at the time too. So then I started that becoming series. And then that was the first thing that kind of took off. And, you know, who are you becoming? What does that look like? And again, interviewing my friends, because I felt as if we were all going through that at the same time. And then recently launching Overcoming, uh, because in order to become, you have to overcome. But um, I sat with some, you know, really authentic individuals that talked about their past, their present, and their future on how they overcame challenges to become who they are today. Um, And then that kind of opened doors and um, conversations to, you know, things that people were dealing with behind closed doors and how it really um, started in childhood. Because nowadays, people are realizing that who you are is based on who like you came from. your parents and all of that. So unpacking all of those things um, is what we did recently. And then you saw like I sat in the hot seat, which was weird, you know, because, you know, usually we're, you know, we're interviewing people. And so for me to put myself there, I think I wanted to showcase that this is a serious platform. This is not me just putting on this thing just to get likes and comments and all these different things, but to show that I am still learning too. Mm -hmm. I don't have all the information. I don't have all the answers, but I want to showcase like the significance of being authentic because when I was in that space where I felt like my identity was a little bit stripped and I felt like I was being something I wasn't, um, I feel like, you know, and I still feel that God is calling me to push my authenticity more now than ever. And and I, and I will say it is so uncomfortable (laughs) because half the time I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, but that's a long drawn out answer. I apologize, but no, don't um, apologize. I feel like it's important to know like the root of like where it came and how, um, even now why I even got out of the news industry and things like that. So how hard was it to get out of the news industry for you? Because, like you said, Robin Roberts is like one of your mentors. And you, obviously, this is something you wanted to do for a long time. Yeah. How difficult was it to essentially walk away? And when did you know it was time to walk away? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it was a very challenging time because... Um, During that time, I felt God was calling me to transition into this new space, not even understanding what that space looked like at the time. But um, I knew he was calling me to get out. And it was hard because just imagine like, you know, you have kids, right? Mm -hmm. And your kids are like tugging on you like, Daddy, take me to the candy store. Take me to the candy store. And you're like, we'll go. We'll go eventually. Like, just wait. I got to finish this. Right. You're telling them like, I'm going to take you. I got you. You know what I mean? And then a week goes by, a month goes by. And then basically you just don't fulfill that dream ever. Mm. And so then they're like just angry with you. Right. Yeah. 
But then you finally take them to the candy store, maybe like a month later, you finally get some time, maybe two weeks, because you know, you're not about to wait that long. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you eventually take them. And so then they look at you and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, all the time that they were waiting to get to the candy store goes out the door. Mm -hmm. So if you just take that analogy and put it to life. And I will say this. So I've had this longtime dream to be featured on Good Morning America. Yep. right? Uh, well, to be working there. And now I have this like perspective and vision to where they'll be interviewing me one day. But um, so to see that dream and to see that, you know what, I was told and, you know, Brian, in the news industry, they tell you, you have to climb the ladder. You have to go from the small market to the medium market, to the large market. Like that's just how, like, that's the roadway. There's nowhere else to go, right? They say you can't even get to the top unless you are in the news industry. That's what we were told at the time. Nowadays, influencers, people are creating what they want on social media. And now influencers are the ones that are getting the jobs, are the ones that are getting featured on these high marketing um, news channels, right? And mm-hmm. so like that, you know, myth is no longer true. So going back to the news industry, it was um, something I know I had to trust God in. And I knew at the time was very difficult because it was as if he was taking a childhood dream away from me. So how do you trust God in a season when he promised you something that it's going to come into fruition? What do you do? Right. And so I think more importantly, and then even the idea of being in Topeka till this day. Now I'm like, I love it. Your girl was like, I'm not going to be in Topeka for more than three years. <laughs> it's like, for real, you know, like mm-hmm. I had my life planned out. And to even put on the record, I was applying to other places. I got, you know, different offers from other places. But God was like, if you move, I'm going to take my hand off of you. You need to stay here. And Mm. so at the time, I was even trying to understand what is it about Topeka that you want me to um, grow from or do? Because it's like, if you're calling me to stay, if God is calling you to stay in a certain place for a reason. So I had to do a lot of digging, a lot of praying. And so what I'm learning now is that Topeka is my striving place. Like it's it's my hiding place that's going to become my striving place. And so I think that it's, you know, a place where God wants me to develop. He wants yeah. me to learn him. He wants me to understand his word because where he's calling me is going to require me to lean on him. Because w- when you get to new levels, you get to you introduce yourself to new devils like it just comes with it Mm -hmm. but our society looks at success like it's a microwave moment and if I post one video today I'm gonna get there tomorrow and that is just not true and first of all like be careful what you're asking for because in um you hear me talk about this in my episode that you ask for a platform, but you don't even know what you're asking for because it can change your character, like for real. So understanding that God literally said to me, I want you to stay here so I can mold you, so I can revive you, so I can renew you. And there was a lot of things, Brian, I will say that he has revealed to me, like how impatient I was mm-hmm. and how 
um, I would just get irritated by certain things in working with people that you have to learn how to get along with now because you might see that face later on, you know? So it's just like, I think people have to really ask God a different question instead of Mm -hmm. asking like, when is it my turn? How about how can I serve you? What is it that you want me to learn here? And I think I was asking him for the wrong things at the wrong time. And even in the Bible, it says that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens in a specific season. So if you are asking for something out of season, you're going to get it prematurely. Would you want to be pregnant with something and have your baby prematurely? Or would you want to wait the nine months and have your baby to be fully developed? We all have to go through a development stage. Wow. You um, dropping gems. right? (laughs) (laughs) That's a word. Um, You know, somebody, you know, not to say go to church or don't go to church. But if they don't, um, they got what they need right there. Um, You know, a little bit of food right there, I should say. Um, Definitely. When so you've transitioned into um, you know day to day in the finance industry, mm-hmm. but you know so yep. what was that transition like? Because you know it's no longer news and it's no longer you know constantly looking on social media to figure out what's the trending topic and right. everything. And you know, and, and granted, at a time when you was in news, it was a lot of heavy stuff going on. Definitely. You know, you're talking about the pandemic, you're talking about the um everything going on. George Floyd. George Floyd mm-hmm. and all the racial uh stuff going on. How definitely what transition been like? Is it easier? Is mm-hmm. it difficult? Like what's it been like? So I I really love this question because it's so interesting how like, you know, when you're transitioning into a new environment, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what it looks like. Like you are, I will say like God was literally transitioning me into a foreign country. Like your girl is a TV host and a radio um, host now officially got my radio show on Monday. Let's go. Host, <laughs> um, and a producer for a financial company. So I host financial advisors. They come to Topeka. I basically do some like financial marketing for them and we host them in their in our studio and then they go and they promote their commercial wherever they're featured. And that can be, you know, in Connecticut, Seattle, Boston, Atlanta, like all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. And so again, thinking back Thinking back to my comment that I made earlier, how like, you know, you think that you want something, but you don't know what it comes with. Right. But then realizing like I was asking for a national platform, but he already gave it to me. Mm. So it's like, what are you asking for and how do you not see that? So transitioning into a financial marketing um, company has been the most challenging thing I've gone through because I've gone through depression. Um, Your girl is 28 years old. I'm not thinking about retirement, you know, like. I don't even know like what at the time, really, I would say I'm coming up on my one year. But at the time, I didn't know, you know, what this transition was going to look like. So, mm-hmm. again, going back to it required me to lean on him and what he was calling me to do. But um, <clears throat> to go back to your question, what I'm learning is really the development of my character, the patience it's taking for me to learn a new skill. I think sometimes we go to college and we really think that 
the reality of this new job. Like this is all we're going to have to use, right? Like we're taught to use, you know, your voice and um, learn how to put together a camera and all these different things. But no one is teaching you how to work with other people. No one is teaching you like when it comes to learning something new, you got to be innovative. You got to take ownership and you also got to do the right thing. And that comes with doing something you don't want to do. And so I think that like in this transition, I learned so much about just myself, like really myself and staying true to that and making sure that the world was not changing me. And I will say like the financial um, marketing realm, right? Like to be honest, and I say this so humbly, but it's like, I'm working with some millionaires, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and to see like how to interact with them and to see how they're even um, probably the most humble people too. Like I, re- I run into a lot of people that are humble, graceful, but then you got some arrogant ones and you got some, you know, stuck up and prideful, right? But learning to work with all types of people because understanding the realm that he's calling me in requires me to know who he is. So when someone's trying to test my character, when someone is trying to push me out of my self, I know how to stay still. And so I think like when you are transitioning to a foreign country, I encourage you to be still. I encourage you to remind yourself of who you are, because I think I was really in depression because I was really I couldn't go to anyone. I feel like no one could understand me. I'm like, you know, calling my mom. I'm talking to Michael, my boyfriend. And I'm like, how do I operate like this? I wanted to get out. I was like, God, like, why are you putting me here? Like, for what? You know? And most importantly, he was just saying to me over and over, like, trust me, trust me, trust me. And even learning how much I didn't trust God. Like, you can say, I got faith in him. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I want you to really ask yourself, do you have faith in him? Like if he were to put you in a foreign country, like for real, like if you were to go to Africa or China or something, I don't know, somewhere else, like you were uncomfortable with and you are literally there by yourself. How would you learn a new skill? How would you learn Chinese? How would you learn a new language? You have to study and really more than anything he humbled me in a way because I was used to using my face. Mm. I was used to being like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? God said, no, he took that away. He said, no, Mm -mm. you got to learn how to use your voice. You got to learn what is it like to be number two? What Mm. is it like to be number three? What is it like to be the last person that people are not thinking about? But it's interesting because even though he was humbling humbling me in that space, he was still giving me the desires of my heart. So yes, I work at eight to five, but in that it's very flexible. My work and life balance, you already know if you're a news anchor in the news industry, honey, that lifestyle is is not for the week. And I still, you know, commend the people that are in it, but it's not for the week at all. Like you got to have tough skin, but I even feel like I'm learning even tough skin in a different way. Um, But most importantly, like he is teaching me to really be patient here. Right. And help me learning how to use my voice in a different way where it doesn't require me to just be about, um, 
the desires of my heart. So I have the opportunity to go out still and be a part of community events. I can emcee other community events. I can still meet with the people. So it's like, even when I thought he was taking me away from something, he was really still elevating me in a different way. So it's interesting. Man, that is powerful. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I would just be talking, but hopefully I got something out of that. (laughs) No, trust me. Trust me. They they did. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to announce that I am an affiliate of Rogue Energy Drink. That is the world's number one gaming energy drink. So, you're looking for a safe supplement to drink to give you a boost, whether you're working out or if you're a gamer and you're spending a lot of time. We all know it can get very intense and you may tend to sweat. You need to re-up on your energy or your podcaster because guess what? The same amount of energy that they're putting into video games, we're putting into podcasting. Simply go to rogueenergy.com and enter the coupon code Brian H and save 10% off on your purchase. You can also click the link in the episode. It might be easier for you, but save 10% off any purchase on the website. One of the things I want to ask you before we get out of here is I know like myself, you're very close with your family. Like if you follow, oh yes. <laughs> follow Danielle on social yes. media, you see her beautiful family, her mom, her dad. How hard was it not to mm-hmm. go back home? And yeah. I guess the word, real question is how hard was it to be disciplined mm-hmm. and listen to God? Because I know oh, yeah. like you, you're away and oh my gosh, be right there with them. So yeah, what like how did you go about maintaining that discipline? Oh, that is a really good question. Like <laughs> That is a really good question (laughs) because, you know, I'm the youngest of six and God bless my siblings, but you know, we all grew up in church, but Mm -hmm. I would say I'm like the most consistent person in church right now. You know, they all believe, but it's okay. Like there's, I still love them. I know what you mean. Yeah. You know, it's just different. Um, But I will say that what really kept my discipline was changing my environment. It was my circle. I will say, because why I call Topeka my home now and even praying for the right people, I said, okay, God, if you want me to stay here, I need you to bring me the people that I need in order to grow. Real quick, real quick. I'm so happy you said it that way. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people understand that you can like really talk to God like that. You know, like you you have to like essentially your best friend and you have to have those conversations. Everybody thinks it's just, you know what I mean? Oh, like, no, I'm no. so glad you made yes. it so authentic and transparent. Yes. First of all, I will say and put this on the record, like your relationship with God is your relationship with God. So some people can receive him literally like through social media. That's like for a fact, like through like, you know, virtual connection, through song, through talking to people, through, um, you know, sermons, like, of course, like you have to understand his word. You can't just like be listening to everybody. Like you have to know the word of God. And like when you hear it, but you have to, again, understand, like, how does your relationship operate? Like, for example, like he really connects. Um, he really talks to me through people, mm-hmm. through worship songs and through sermons. Okay. Like, those three things, you know. 
so it's like understanding like how he talks to you but for sure like through people like he know i be i need physical form sometimes i'm like i need (laughs) you know um so definitely like changing my environment um because like i said like being disciplined and and I'm still learning that, to be honest with you. Like, I am still processing and understanding, like, what does discipl- discipline look like mm-hmm. when it comes to the Word of God, when it comes to being consistent? We just talked about this before the show, like, being consistent in your gift. Like, you can't play around. You know, I, I heard something today that I want to share. It said, the greatest time that you waste is the time it takes for you to start. Mm. literally I was like oh you coming at me like you coming you speaking to me right and so I know sometimes people may say like oh like you're a go-getter and you go after the things that you want but only if you knew when I had that thought like right now I have all these thoughts about about what I want to create and you probably won't see it till like next year you know like honestly because I need time for it to just just groom a little bit. I need to make sure like this is in his alignment. I need to make sure like, just make sure it's it's good, right? Before it just goes out there. Because I think, again, we live in this generation where we got to put stuff out tomorrow. Like you have to really be still in your now. Like, okay, this is another thing I want to share too. What really saved me in my transition of like staying in Topeka and helping me get through and being disciplined was this sermon by Mike Todd, Here is Holy. I really encourage people who are trying to navigate what this next season looks like, if they're trying to move, if they're trying to, you know, get to this next job or they feel like they need to start a business, whatever that looks like. Where you are now is like, I promise you where you're supposed to be. This is from a person who really desired to get out, like desire to get out of this place of like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, this is not for me. I'm not a Topeka girl. Like, I'm from the city. Like, what you mean? You know what I mean? Like having this prideful thinking of who am I to stay in a small town? Like, I really thought that, you know? And so literally he had to humble me and say, like, who are you not to stay? Because I need you to be still so I can use you to show people that I can elevate you from a small place. Gosh. (laughs) You can't despise your small beginnings, Brian. We talk Mm -hmm. about this all the time. Like, you just cannot. And just because you're not being seen right now does not mean that nobody's seeing you. You can't. You have to keep going. You have to be consistent. Whatever you're consistent in, whatever you are passionate about, you have to keep that going, even when no one is looking. And I'm probably talking to myself right now because sometimes Mm -hmm. your girl will just be like, okay, I I like stayed up all night to put together the content, Mm -hmm. to put together the video. And it's like, okay, well, where is it at? You know, like. I'm going to share a story. I want so to hear it. I, I told you about um, the process of getting to the ringer or, and being yes. a producer of the ringer wrestling show. Well, you talk about staying up all night. My schedule mm-hmm. when I was at Johns Hopkins would be pretty much nine to five, but yeah. having children getting up early, got to take them to school, come home, cook for them, make sure they good. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and then you, st- you know, I still had to be a dad. 
obviously. So it right. wasn't just do, do you not have to spend time with him. So there was a lot of Monday nights when WWE Raw comes on, or at the time it was Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. I would sit there after the kids go to bed, watch wrestling, get on the microphone, do a show. 20, 30 views, 10, 15, 20 listens on a podcast. <laughs> You know, and you, you sit there and you're like, okay, I got to be consistent. I got to be consistent. And right. then have to get up, work Johns Hopkins. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes be at work setting, scheduling tweets or interacting mm-hmm. on social media. <laughs> Look, I know that life. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I did that and I didn't know there ever would be an opportunity for me mm. to work in wrestling full time. Yeah. And then in April 2021, uh, and, and the crazy part is, I thought I was getting ready to go to Texas. Not yeah. move, but I was going, I was thinking, like, I was really talking with my former manager who had left yeah. um, right around the time, um, shortly after that NABJ. She had left to go take a position in Dallas, and she was recruiting a bunch of us that worked there. And we was trying to figure out a hybrid situation. Mm-hmm. Ended up not, that didn't work out. So now I'm like, man, now what, what's going to happen? Right. April, I get a message. Hey, man, you know, we got some stuff cooking at the ringer. Might be, um, you know, we might, we're going to be looking for WWE producers. Mm. What? And then after that, boom, I got the job. And then yes. a year later, they told me, you know, we won't give you your own show. Mm. And I'm like, wow. But, and I would tell people, it started with, me constantly yes. trying to figure, you know, just being consistent. Yeah. And like you said, might not have a million eyes on you. Right. But the right ones, mm-hmm. you know, because you never know who's watching. Right. You know, so. Um, I'm curious. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. During that process, while you were, you know, creating and doing all the things, did you find out more of like who you are and like how you wanted to create? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I looked at it from, you know, when I first started the wrestling show, um, Mm -hmm. well, you know, I should say rebranding it because we had started in college Mm -hmm. and then I knew, all right, you know what? I'm listening to wrestling podcasts. I want to put a podcast wing under this. My co-host said he couldn't, we couldn't schedule a consistent time to do the show. We hadn't figured Mm -hmm. out the virtual side yet. So, but I knew I had to itch. I, I wanted to get back out there. And over the time, I learned, you know, just I got more comfortable on the microphone. Mm-hmm. I got more comfortable producing and planning. And as social media is evolving, yeah. I'm evolving. So, yeah, definitely learned a lot. And then even taking it from just audio to audio and video. Right. Right. No, I think that's dope because um, I'm just asking because I think even to I was listening to Sarah Jakes Roberts and she was saying how this society wants you to go like beast mode for, you know, just go beast mode, go hard, you know, like culture tells you to rush. So you feel like you need to like rush the process. And she said, you know, don't go beast mode, go be mode, which means mm. like figure out who you need to be. Who do you mm. need to become in order to operate to your fullest potential? And so it was like, 
a light bulb went off because I said, wow, like that is powerful because yes, it is so true that there's a lot of creators, people like you and I who are working full-time jobs, entrepreneurship on the side, doing some other passions over here. So when you're putting out all, like you're pouring your life really um, in a space where no one is looking, that's, that's where they say like, that's where you figure out who the, like the strong people versus the weak people, because People who are really staying up all night, putting in that extra effort, those are the people that are going to like 10x their passion. Like that's really the overnight success. But really, these people have been working for like a year. Mm-hmm. And so I told myself, I said, Danielle, just go hard for like one year. Like for real, like go hard, even when no one is looking, even when you talk about like the 20 and 30 people, I even had to remind myself like, pour into those people like give yeah. it your all because those people could really like quadruple you know mm-hmm. but i think sometimes like the numbers get to us because it's like <clears throat> you see what everyone else is doing you see all the other numbers and things like that so it starts to like fill in you and anytime i start to like like feel that in my head I'm like take a step back I like get off for the day you know like I literally like cleanse for Mm -hmm. a whole like 24 hours or 48 hours and then I remind myself like okay this is my why like my why is to help people help other people make an impact where they are and like getting stronger and like your mission like what is your mission for you not for your business but what is your mission for you because when you know who you are when you know like okay this is why I'm living then you start to I'm telling you your actions start to be different yeah I'm telling you and and, you know sometimes like like the wrestling community it can be um very niche but it's also it can Mm -hmm. it's a lot to it right Definitely. And, um, we was at Wale Mania, and I had like people come up to me. Hey, man, you know I know you're on a Ringer show, but mm-hmm. I've been following you since the wrestling realm, and I'm always like, I never look at it like, oh, huh, huh, you know, oh yeah, of course you do. I, I could never be that person. I'm always gonna be the one that will, if somebody <laughs> like, even we had a meet and greet, and I remember at one point I was like, wow, yeah, a meet and greet to see us before yeah. Wale Mania, like. That's and terrible. I'm one of the featured people. And people coming up to me reminded me of crazy stuff I said on the show. Mm-hmm. You're like, I that, said that. Yeah, or, <laughs> or, or takes they agree with. You know, it's like, yeah. Um, and it's, it's humbling. And it was also, like you said, like pour into those people. I'm glad you said that because that's what, you know, somebody else told me one time, we see 27 views, but think yeah. of it like you got 27 people in a room listening to you. Mm, that's good. And, and you pour into them you know yeah. one person could be you know it's a lot of times there's people who look forward to your content every Definitely. week because they and, and they might not tweet about it they mm-hmm. might not never post about it, it was one time when even i was at johns hopkins and it was during the um we was doing the hiv positive the hiv positive uh transplant some one of the patients was doing mm-hmm. that so we was doing the media relations with it and me and my friend Marin, who was my um manager at the time we were Get ready to pick up the patient. And I was like, well, I'll go because I I used to work at Hopkins before in nutrition about yeah. 13 years prior. So I knew all the shortcuts around the hospital. Yeah. And so we sit there and this guy comes across and he's like, hey, Brian, what's up, man? I listened to the show the other day. <laughs> Didn't know who he was, you know, until yeah. like he tweeted me. I was like, oh, you know, because everybody don't handle, right. you know, everybody don't use the same profile. So I'm like, Wow. And then Marin goes, look at you, famous. You always know somebody. 
But mm-hmm. you never know just because people you aren't never posting, know, man. You, you know, don't mean they not. And and a lot of times, you know, like I said, I was in the gym and I'm listening mm-hmm. to your episode with, you know, your boyfriend's asking you, like I said, ask you all the right questions. And I'm like, oh, wow. my God. And, 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 you know, I text you about things like, wait, you like, no, <laughs> come on. <laughs> You know, and you know, so many people said that to me. They're like, I never thought you would be a a dark thinker. I'm like, you have such a light, though. And and, and I noticed this when we first met in person in Miami. Like, if if you brighten people's day like that, you know, um, yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. You, You don't come off like. Oh, I'm this, this, that, and the other, right? You was mm-hmm. on the panel about needing an agent. And then yeah. oh my God. talking Oof. to everybody, just laughing and joking and everybody, you know, and Brian, it's easy to say, like, the growth is real, man. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you even just look at like you ever just look back at yourself and be like, what were you doing? Why like why did you, you know, wear makeup? Okay, you not wear makeup, but like, you know. <laughs> You just be looking at yourself like, Danny. I lost wow. forty pounds last year, so yeah, this some stuff. Man, you like, look good. Okay, thank you. Thank you look you. good. Like it I was... never seen you smile so much. Dang. <laughs> okay. You know, oh. Like I know, I know about that smile. <laughs> oh, the hidden gems. I'm the hidden playing. gems. I love it. No, I love it. Um, but you know, you you, you see the glow up, right? And like I yeah. said, you know. You brighten up the room and, you know, you was talking to people and, you know, just making sure everybody had a good time. And so, like, when you was, you know, some of the stuff you was talking about, I want people to listen to the episode. I'm going to put a a link in the uh, description so they go listen to it and subscribe and make sure they give you five-star ratings on Apple and Spotify. (laughs) Look, thank you. Look, this one, too. Y'all know what to do. This one, too. (laughs) But, you know, so... And I'm sitting there like, wow, my friend was going through all of this. And of course, we always yeah. think like, why didn't you know reach out? You know what I mean? But right. a lot of times in those dark times, it's mm-hmm. just easy to um, yeah. give you your props and you know, just tell you thank you. Proud I am of you. I appreciate that, man. Like it it really is um a season I feel like changed my life because mm-hmm. um like you said, you just, you never know what people are going through. And I think most importantly, like people who are, you know, um, social media facing like daily, you know, I really think those people should be checked on people like you people, influencers, whoever's out there, because you just never know what someone is going through. And I think that is so easy to put on a facade, because it's just what we're used to. And to be honest, like to get even deeper, like I just grew up in a house to where the saying was what happens in this house stays in this house. Mm-hmm. And so like, whatever you battle with, like, no one needs to know, like, you just take care of that on your own. And even when it came to dating Michael, um, when we first started dating, I was like coming in with a very hard heart, like very hard. Like he cannot break this wall. Woo! It was like bad, man. And so I think around that time, there was just a lot of like breaking and releasing. And again, that goes back to being in your hiding place, because just imagine if I was on a platform even higher 
like developing through all this, going through all this. Like, so that's why I say, like, be careful what you ask for, because people are asking for platforms, but you don't know what it takes to get there. But also, you, you just don't know what you are capable of, like battling through in front of millions of people. And I know, like, what I was dealing with, I would have not been able to, I would have been like, taken down like for sure like Mm. I just know I would have but what I learned through that was God was calling me into an obscurity season and so what that looks like is where I'm gonna like literally cover you I'm Mm. gonna put you in the basement where nobody can see you so I can heal your heart I had to go through a lot of healing that I'm still probably are I'm still managing and battling through with my family, um, healing through with my family. Um, And then also like there was just a lot of decisions that I think the younger Danielle, um, I did not forgive myself. Right. Mm. There was a lot of things that I was trying to heal from, but I was masking it as mm-hmm. if like no one is ever going to rip back this Band-Aid. But it's it's almost like, you know, Michael always say it's like, you know, you got this messy closet that you just think you can just keep putting stuff in. Eventually, you're going to have to clean some stuff out. Like you're just going to have to like clean everything out of that closet because, it eventually has to go. You eventually yeah. have to move. And so when you move to other environments and when you gain a higher education and when you realize that you are experiencing things that are new, it comes with cleaning. It comes with cleansing. Mm-hmm. And so I just think back to like the analogy really of like a plant, right? And so like when you're planting seeds in certain spaces, it has to bloom. And in order for it to bloom, you have to water it. You can't, you can't bloom from a dry space. You just can't. And so in order for it to bloom, you have to water it. So how are you watering yourself? Mm-hmm. How are you pouring into yourself? Are you giving yourself quiet time? Or are you just jumping up on your phone and looking at social media? Are you being still with your thoughts? Or are you drinking your thoughts away? Are you smoking your thoughts away? Like, these are just real questions. Like, you got to ask yourself, like, why are you avoiding that thought? Why are you avoiding that conversation? You need to have it. You need to address it because that is what's going to heal you. Mm -hmm. There's something on the other side of that. And whatever you're trying to avoid, you have to address it because I promise you, you you will feel so much better. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You um you've been dropping gems. You talk about the glow up. I mean, you dropped gems on the last episode, episode wow, nine. So, oh, so. But, <laughs> no, you did. But <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just excited about life and I'm just excited yeah. for where like God has me. And um, I'm just no longer just holding back no more, man. I feel like I was holding back a lot. And it's well, just see, like, I'm I, not. I'm, and like I said, you was... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Let's let the, before we get out of here, let the people know where they can find you. Well, you can follow me, follow me at all social media platforms, Danielle J. Martin TV on Instagram, on Facebook, and even on YouTube. Um, your girl don't really, really use Twitter, so... <laughs> no need to go there. Just no need. But um, check out Twitter. the Instagram... 
I think the message needs to get there too, though. Because you, he's just, but then again, wait, Elon been Elon, and so. Brian, Twitter be giving me anxiety. It's just too much. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just too much thoughts. I'll be like, yeah, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, but I'm super excited for you, man. And I just want to say, Thank like, you. keep going. Um, keep striving towards, like, where you are really called to be. Because I see you, man. I'm going to see you at the top. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to have to uh, have a... Uh, um, trip the to Topeka and you know we can oh, all link up because I've never been so and I'm I'm I want to hit all 50 states before I leave this earth so definitely don't but, be wasting uh, time now you better get started <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <That> <laughs> when we say we want to do something then we don't do it till next year <laughs> look look here's the thing I'm, I'm sitting here you know you know, in this space, you you're the producer, the host, you doing oh, it all. God, I'm taking notes, and I'm like, wait, this is okay. Boom, this is social gym. Wait, this is a social gym. <laughs> Dan, you making my, you making this difficult. Hey, look, <laughs> you, know, I already, you gotta clip it out. Look. I, and look, I can't clip out the whole show because I'm looking to see the whole show. But there's so many nuggets, and that's what I love about this. And I'm so happy that we got to catch up because there's going to be Definitely. so many gems that people and i know i said that before but so many gems people could take away from this and just advance themselves and just feel yeah. better about themselves definitely i just hope people know like last thing um i just want people to really understand it's like you just do not have to journey through this life alone so just get involved in a community like wherever you are whether it's your bible study whether it's the community in your school or the community at work like get involved somewhere and i promise you like that community will elevate you and heal you and i feel like that's what really saved me so get involved you don't have to journey through life alone man we here for you we are here for you ladies and gentlemen make sure y'all are following danielle on at danielle j martin tv everywhere i promise you subscribe to our content make sure you you know five star ratings likes <laughs> anything subscribe you on youtube do. yes <laughs> Anything you can do to make the algorithm go up, you know, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I got a couple extra YouTube, you know, you got a lot of Google since everything is on, you know, so yeah. I'm, sure I'm subscribed from all of them, you know. <laughs> right. We just need like one button, like. Yeah, you know, because I'm going to make sure from the wrestling show, from my personal YouTube, from the business YouTube, yeah. from my work YouTube, so. Look, we got happens it all, Google man. owns everything, you know, but, um. <laughs> Dale, thank you so much for coming Thanks, on. Brian. Being a part of Breaking Through Glass Seals with new projects. Um, Let's I'm go. pretty sure we're going to have a part three because you're going to oh, keep right. elevating. So we already I'm, know. <laughs> <laughs> definitely looking forward to that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And remember, do not let anyone place a ceiling above your success. So long, mm -hmm. everybody. Hello everyone, you may have heard that Breaking Through Glass Ceilings has recently partnered with Symphony of Balloons. Symphony of Balloons offers luxury balloons for your event as well as a 360 booth. So if you're looking to save money, simply mention that you heard about this service on Breaking Through Glass Ceilings and you can save 10% on your order.
What up, it's your boy Blue Magic, owner of Full Your Wear and one half of the Mixed Tag Show. Now, I know you've seen the announcements from some of your favorite podcasts in the wrestling. I've decided to expand my business to become a vendor so that people from the wrestling community have a better way to communicate with some of their favorites. So check out ForYourWear.com and see if your favorite podcast on wrestling has partnered up with me. If not, let them know that they should. Also, if you're looking for a vendor for your merchandise, reach out to me at Blue Magic Grind Spellhouse down on Twitter or Instagram or at For Your Wear, F-O-R-U-R-W-E-A-R, on Twitter and on Instagram. Shout out to Brian H. Waters and Breaking Through Glassstone. Their merchandise are already up and they're one of the first ones that's reported, so go support them. All right? Peace.